Hello and welcome to the Jesus Tribe podcast. It's exciting to have you here. We're currently on a series titled Is Anyone Up There? where we answer questions regarding the existence of God. Is there a God? Does he exist? If he does, how does this affect me as a human being? Join us on this amazing journey as we search and try to make a case for and against the existence of God. Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of the Jesus Tribe podcast. This is a very special episode because we have a very dear friend of the tribe with us on this episode. (laughs) Some of you know him as the engager of Engaging Islam. You should definitely check out his work on Instagram. So we have Inyolua here with us alongside Daniel. Hi Ini, you welcome and thank you so much for taking our time to be on the tribe with us today. Hi, Faith. Hi, Daniel. Hey, so good to be here. Thanks for joining me. I, I love what you guys are doing. I, I'm so much of a big fan and you guys have my support. <sighs> Thank you Thank so you much, so much, man. Very encouraging words. So, going right into... I hope you guys are doing well, though, right? Last week, we were banting about Valentine's and then just before this podcast, Ini was dragging both Daniel and I for being single yet again on another <laughs> <film>. <laughs> I do no such things. <laughs> and anyway, so last week or the last episode, rather, we spoke about um, miracles and personal experiences. Dana, do you want to take it from here? Yeah, sure. Um, and for our listeners so far, we kind of brought to an end um, the arguments for a divine being and we ended up on a very subjective note and that was very intentional that's the idea of miracles and personal experience i think if there's anything that we want um that anyone listening to this should take away from our last episode and of course if you haven't listened listen to it please find time too is that even though truth is objective the moment you receive objective truth it produces a subjective reality that confirms the objectivity of that truth let me unpack all that i just said once you believe or once you've proven something to be objectively true by the very definition of it being true it will have an impact in your life that you can relate personally and say i don't just know this to be true from a merely objective point of view but even from a personal point of view i know this to be true and what that just means is that a person's subjective um, evidence for the ex- for the explanation of a divine being should not be thrown away simply because it's objective. The same way in modern society, we know that if someone comes out um, to make a claim of, let's say, sexual assault, you don't rule it because it's subjective. It opens the door for further investigation. And so what that simply means if, is that if I have... if all the objective evidence points to the existence of a divine being and have i have come to then experience that being on a subjective level then that experience only validates what i already know to be objectively true and if i'm sharing that experience with someone else it would be careless to just rule it away on the assumption that it couldn't even exist what you would then do would be to take those experiences and let it open up a a journey into more study and more search for truth if that makes any sense that's basically 
so whether it's miracles whether it's personal experiences it really doesn't matter the conclusion is the same you don't rule out subjective experience on the basis of assumptions you haven't proven to be true very detailed summary daniel thank you so much and like he said you should definitely check out the last podcast so that you don't miss out on everything that he said and you have better understanding so jumping straight ahead into this podcast right we're going to be talking about something i find to be very obvious when we bring up conversations about god right so you have a conversation about god and someone's asking asking you i understand everything you said you know all the exist all the arguments you've proven and all of that right but then if there really is a god like you claim that there is why should i believe in him i've never seen him no one has ever seen him no one has ever touched him no one has ever felt him why in the world do you even believe that such a person such a being exists mm. when you literally have no tangible proof or, or experience with this person right so how do we how does how do we you know tackle this question any all right so um first of all i think it's important to state that um when it comes to other natural things mm. you know we reason from effect to cause so here's what i mean by that so let's imagine you walked into an empty room mm. and you saw a painting on the wall you've not met the painter before you've mm-hmm. not seen the painter before mm. you probably don't know if he's alive you don't know where he's from but because you know you can't see the painter you don't doubt that there was a painter that painted <laughs> the yeah. painting yeah do you get what yeah. i'm saying so just because you know we can't see god doesn't disprove his existence mm. same way because you can't see a painter you know then you not disprove that okay the painter doesn't exist like i said reason from effect to cause so we see in creation we can reason from creation that there must be a creator just mm. as you reason from the painting back to the painter do you get yeah Yes, I think the analogy is very, very beautiful and it paints a picture. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> it paints a picture really clearly. Daniel, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I mean, um, I think that, that's a brilliant way to even start to think about the issue. Um, I'll just emphasize something you mentioned and just even by by way of logic, it's, it's quite clear that because you haven't um maybe something has not you've not seen a god or you feel that god hasn't revealed himself in a certain way or in a way that you expect means that he doesn't exist it doesn't follow like that like he said um even when we talked about intelligent design reasoning from effect to cause it's one of the examples we gave in the article was that for instance if i meet someone and let's say i don't tell the person my name or i don't show the person a side of myself that i maybe only show to my friends it doesn't mean i don't have it it just does it it just means that the person hasn't experienced it and i think at the core yes i can relate with people that might feel oh why doesn't just god broadcast some mad um some massive led screen in the sky and say i'm the old man in the sky or something i exist and all of that it would have been easy i mean all of this the entire theme today will be pointless <laughs> is there anybody yeah. there? we know there is but i think like you was saying it would be a huge leap and truly it would not be logically 
consistent to say just because god hasn't revealed himself in the way i expect it means that he doesn't exist we you shouldn't think like that can i can i add something sure sure all right so you know um i think it was uh, bertrand russell you know when they asked him if he died and he found out god exists mm. what would he do he said that he would tell god that he didn't give him enough evidence and you know daniel you said something about how god would you know probably put a billboard in the sky and yeah. said i'm the human funny how that would still be enough for certain people they would probably explain it away true 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 they i mean probably it, explain yeah. it away it, it, so when someone claims that oh, was in god revealed himself i think the right question you can ask him would be okay what evidence would convince you or what evidence mm. would be enough to convince mm. you that he he does exist because if you can't see god if you can't see the handwork of god in creation then what other evidence of god would be enough for you mm-hmm. do you get yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I think most times what usually was um causes all of these thoughts is that we're thinking from a very natural standpoint. So I mean if you're telling me that oh you know you are friends with who is who now maybe Ali Kodangoti and you're like ah this guy is my geo he's my friend. I wouldn't believe until you know I can I've seen maybe a picture of you with him or something. So if you're going to tell me that oh god exists I would only expect from a natural standpoint to see maybe a selfie <laughs> with god that would be cool to, to put my mind to rest that this guy actually exists right because i know that following logically you've explained and both of you have explained that oh, he actually exists and you shouldn't be looking from this point of view right but it doesn't do much to settle people's thinking thinking that oh what kind of god doesn't want to be revealed i mean if you claim that he loves us so much right why wouldn't he just make everything easy and just show himself why wouldn't he just let it, let everyone just know that oh, I, oh hi guys actually exist you know is there another way we should be looking at this question from if i'm asking the wrong question i think and i would love to hear any thoughts on this as well but i i think first of all um there's a lot more we're going to go to um go on as the podcast goes on um but your question really touches the heart of many people listening and i'm i'm sure that's the case but um i think there are two ways to think about this and ini already got us started on the first one which is the idea of effect and cause and we kind of alluded to in um the the idea of intelligent design and we've talked about this also in the analogy i gave or the example that cs lewis gave which is the idea that when you read a book kind of like what ini was saying you know it was written by an author you don't have to find the author in the book the same way you don't have to find the painter in the in in the painting before you say oh i believe there was a painter or i believe there was an author just so for instance in in um, let's say you read a book by shakespeare looking at the choice of words looking at the the style of writing like oh wow there was an intelligent mind behind this his name was shakespeare and i think that's what um ini was alluding to that looking for the creator god merely through the lenses of things like you're looking for the being now in the merely through the lenses of the things that have been created will be quite difficult you won't you won't make much progress that way so what you should do is 
like Imi said, you take the account of all that has been created and you follow it where it leads. The order in creation, the design, the intelligence, the beauty, it points to a creator. Um, it points to a creator God. Um, Imi, what, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think you've even said it all. And um, aside from creation, mm. you know, even when we look inward and we look through the lens of our conscience you know there's a moral law written on everyone's heart and from a moral law we can reflect back to a moral law giver and Mm -hmm. if you know we say that morality is i know you guys have been doing a lot of morality i've been saying it and if we say that there is a moral law there's an objective moral law yeah. then there must be an objective moral law giver. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think God has revealed himself not just in creation, but in the fact that he has given us the moral law in our hearts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, it goes back to what we said at the beginning, that you would ask um, you would ask the person what evidence will satisfy Would be exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like what we talked about last week on uh, miracles and personal experience. That the reason, if you already start out saying um, nothing that isn't natural is not possible, you've already established a premise that would block you from receiving yeah. any testimony of a miracle or yeah. whatever the case may be. So if you already close your mind to to all forms of evidence what then will prove to you that there exactly is yeah yeah what what evidence will be enough to convince you you yeah. know like like the apostle paul said that man's problem you know now I'm, I'm rephrasing you know he said that man's problem is actually the suppression of knowledge mm. you know everybody from creation we can see the handiwork of god and everything but man tends to explain those things away Mm-hmm. So really, what evidence will be enough to convince the person that says, oh, I don't believe in God because I have not seen him? Yeah. I mean, there are certain things you don't see, but you, you see the effect of it. For example, you don't see light, you don't see electrical waves, you don't see radio waves. But you don't doubt that radio waves exist because you don't see them. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can see the effect, you can feel the effect in that, okay, uh, someone is broadcasting something and you can hear it on your bed same way through creation you can see that okay i can sense that from creation there must be a mind because mm-hmm. of the way the world is so well um orderly yeah. To get. yeah yeah so you both actually already answered my follow-up question because i was going to ask that okay even if we um actually you know exists like why is he why is he hiding but you pointed out very logically that he's actually not hiding and if only you would actually look you would see evidences all around you that oh there's actually some being somewhere in word your the morality in what inside of you and all the different things that literally exist around you points to the fact that oh there's someone out there that exists that is outside all of these things so now i know that we plan to speak about two different considerations to consider when we're trying to you know um not opposed now, but trying to explain the entire concept of oh, why wouldn't he reveal himself? And we've spoken a lot about the first bit, which is you know looking for a, the creator in his creation or her creation, right? <laughs> so moving on to the go on, yeah. So you know moving on to the the next to the next question, it will be okay. So if God ever did actually reveal himself physically at any point in history, 
how would that have looked like? What do I look to to find the answer to that question? I think I love the way you phrased that. That if God ever did decide to reveal Himself, how would that have looked like? And I think um, it it starts. We start to get even deeper when we start to think of the implications of what that means. That if create if the creator ever did decide to step into creation of course many might assume it would be in some grand wars like it would be huge to cause a huge scene it would just be amazing but once again one of the things um, we've talked about is that you can start to learn about the creator when creation is properly examined and mm. you start to see things like patience just by studying nature or you start to see certain certain attributes that suggest that maybe if god did step into creation it might not be the way we would have expected it and um by virtue of what we're doing on the podcast permit me to submit to you that out of every other religious worldview i know i know that the judeo-christian world or the christian worldview right tries to answer that question specifically that if god decided to reveal himself in history how would that look like the christian already argues that jesus or god stepped into creation in the person of jesus right god took on flesh or god decided to reveal himself in a physical obvious way and the the, the problem people have with that it goes back to what we're saying so you you argue why would god reveal himself the christian tells you god did and it is a lie the what then yeah. what then do you want what what i what do you want right once again the question would not be uh, i don't believe this it's look at the claims you claim jesus was god revealed in the flesh how can we examine that what does that mean is it true are there valid reasons to believe that jesus is actually god in flesh and we're going to look at this in the next sneak peek i'm already uh, teasing the next theme of our of our um, podcast but we're going to look at this much more but that's just a way to start to think about that maybe he did reveal himself in a physical way and i haven't come to a point where i believe that jesus is the revelation of god in flesh yeah so um to substantiate what you said Mm. um first of all i think it is very necessary for god to reveal himself in the flesh Mm. because there are certain things that you know nature the revelation of god through nature is kind of restricted because if god is a personal being and he wants to relate to us there are still certain things we don't know about god from nature and you know or things that God wants us to do. And let me even point this out that if man can explain away God's evidence through nature, mm. God's evidence in his conscience will no longer make sense to him. Because now, True. if God does not exist from him seeing nature, then there's really nobody that defines objective morality to him. Yeah. And he can do whatever he pleases. Then the special revelation in the person of Jesus will even make sense to him. Yeah. So I think all the revelation of God, both in creation, in conscience, and finally in the person of Jesus, is built upon each other. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's built upon each other. 
first of all we need to acknowledge that it does exist and once we can acknowledge that it does exist then our conscience now tell us that we are accountable before him mm. and you know in the special revelation of jesus we now see that okay since we're accountable before him don't let me go into all that <laughs> speak freely speak freely <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but you get what i'm saying yeah, you know? yeah so if you explain god the way in the natural aspect i don't think there's any other evidence that is going to convince you mm. you know it was i think it was blaze pascal that said um something about how there is let me remember that that quote now um just give me a second uh okay i think he said that there is enough light for those who want to believe and enough shadow to blind those who don't mm. the same evidence that convinces or convicts people is the same one that hardens people mm. there's no other evidence outside of god's revelation in creation in our conscience and in the person of jesus mm. wow i i love that a lot actually i think it it summarizes a lot of what we've said in the past couple um podcasts i guess yeah thank you Ine. that was really really something thank you daniel as well i think here's a good, good place to end so we don't end up talking about our entire i know right podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then i know that this will probably have left you a number of questions if you followed us from the beginning of this series up until now it's probably starting to seem a little clear that oh they actually it's starting to seem like there's someone up there right and then now that there's someone up there what do you make of the entire situation so sorry but you have to find out on our next podcast right so thank you so much Ini. i can't say how grateful we are to have you on this episode thank so today thank you so much i'm honored thank you Ini. Mm-hmm. again thank you, you can follow him on um follow his work at engaging islam it's amazing it's very enlightening and it, it will definitely bless you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Ini. Bye, guys. If you listen up to this opportunity's points, we are very grateful <laughs> and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>